This is Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm so excited to be beginning this podcast. I hope there are many more episodes to come, and I called it Truth From The Heart because that's what I'm going to try and deliver in each and every episode. I'm just going to talk to you uh, about issues that are going on in the world around us and that come up in the Christian walk and just speak to you from my heart, but more importantly, also speak on what God's Word says about what is going on with those issues. A lot of what I'm going to say probably is more geared towards those brothers and sisters in Christ. But there are some that are not saved that may be able to agree with what I'm saying. And I hope my goal is I'm going to give you a lot of verses throughout these podcasts, but I hope that you will, if you've got a question or if you want to learn more, just open God's word and read it. God's word speaks for itself. And I think that is one of the things that's, that we've gotten away from just a little bit is we're not in the word enough. Open God's word, read it and let the Holy Spirit move in your lives. I also want to say this as well, and, and that is that I don't have any ministerial training, and so you're not going to hear any ho- big words. Or I'm not going to give you uh, any really major theological points. I am just a sinner saved by grace, just like you are. I don't have a special formula. I don't have all of the answers, but I know where to find them all. And sometimes I think that people are more receptive to a message when it comes from a stranger, maybe somebody you don't know as well. And I hope a lot of my friends and family will listen to this podcast, but I also hope there are those that maybe I don't know you as well. Maybe I don't know you at all. And I hope that this podcast uh, really ministers to you, gets you to thinking and gets you wanting to read God's word more. So I want to start. The first thing I want to talk about is one of the biggest problems in society today. And I believe that that is the issue of pride. And I believe that pride is at the root of most of the sin and problems in today's world. And you you may not think that that's true, but I think if you, if you boil it down and you look at it, that pride stands in the way of a lot of the issues. And what does the Bible say about pride? Again, I'm going to be throwing quite a few scriptures at you today, uh, and I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. But let's go to the book of Wisdom, the book of Proverbs, and see what the Bible says about pride. These are just a couple of verses. Proverbs 16, 5. Everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. That's pretty straightforward. Also, later on in that chapter, it says pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Pride does not build anything up. Pride just brings things down. It will destroy almost anything in its path. And here's an interesting thing that I started thinking about when I was writing my my script for the podcast or write about what I wanted to say. And that is I started thinking and I said, you know what? I actually believe that the first sin or the first act uh, against God that was committed was because of pride. And you may think, well, no, uh, you know, uh, Eve in the garden, that didn't have anything necessarily to do with pride. I'm not talking about Eve. I'm talking about Lucifer, who, of course, is also known as Satan. And for those of you who may not know your Bible quite as well, Satan actually did 
start out in heaven. He he was there. He was one of uh, the most beautiful angels, it says, but God kicked him out of heaven. That's because pride got in the way. And let's take a, a look at one of the passages that talks about what happened to Lucifer. I'm not going to read the whole passage. You can read it on your own time, but it's Isaiah 14, 12 to 21. And I'm going to be reading verses 13 and 14. Again, Isaiah 14, and I'm reading verses 13 and 14. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. That is what Satan said. That's what Lucifer said. And that is why God kicked him out. There is no room for pride in heaven heaven. In heaven, God is the the most high. He is the only one that is worthy of all of our glory and praise. And something that I found also interesting about this too is, okay, I'm going to use an illustration. I like to use illustrations. What is the middle letter in the word pride? It's I. What is the middle letter in the word sin? It's I. What is the middle letter in the name Lucifer? It's I. Do you see? Uh, the, you see how those three have have in common? They all come from the pit of hell, and I is the problem with pride. That is the root of the problem of pride. Is I? We are in the middle of pride. It's because we want to do it our way. We think we know best, rather than saying, "No, God, what do you will? What do you want me to do in my life?" I is the problem with pride, and I know that. June is Pride Month, and I know that there's been, of course, the, the trans movement and the LGBTQ plus, and uh, you know it's just running rampant in our society today. And of course, it's all about pride. And again, it, it is it is straight from the pit of hell. And I I know I had a coworker who had some excuses to why uh, he was living the homosexual lifestyle. I've heard of others that have had a traumatic experience in their life, and they, they lead that they believe that that has led them into the homosexual life. Lifestyle and look, I, my heart goes out to them. Okay, as as Christians, we are to love the sinner, but hate the sin. We are to love the sinner, but hate the sin. My heart goes out to them because they are being deceived. If you think that you can live the homosexual lifestyle and then still go to heaven. That's not what the Bible says. And you may sit there and say, well, you're just saying that, Travis. No, I'm not just saying that. Let's go over to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. And let me read to you this list and listen to what these verses say. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 and 10. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. I didn't write that. God wrote that. So if if the you know you know somebody maybe who's living the homosexual lifestyle they're coming to church and they think that they're saved and they're going to heaven just continue to pray for them because again they are being deceived and it is again it's a lie from the pit of hell my heart goes out to them because they are being misled and being part of the homosexual lifestyle is a choice it is a choice because if you noticed in that verse it did not say if you had something happen to you in your childhood then you're exempt from that list that's not what that list said it said it was very clear it listed all of those things and one of the things it listed was the homosexuals and it said they will not inherit the kingdom of 
God. God gives us the power to overcome those things when we ask him. So if you know somebody, maybe you yourself are struggling in that lifestyle, turn it over to God. Say, God, take these desires out of my heart. Turn me away from that. I I, want to seek you. I want to know you. And I want you to take that out of my life. And he will because he makes us overcomers. And, and and again, he has the power to help us overcome that. And he wouldn't give us that power and and then not be able to use it. Or he wouldn't say that it is wrong and they will not inherit the kingdom of God except for unless something happened to you. Again, my heart goes out to them. My heart goes out to anyone who's had a traumatic experience that has led to something in their lives. But God is the one who can help us overcome that. And, and here's my other thing that I want to say about pride. And this is a big one. And that is don't. Don't let pride get in the way of what God has planned for your life. Let me say that one more time. Don't let pride get in the way of what God has planned for your life. God d- d- has no room for pride. I think I've made that quite clear. Uh, you know, he kicked uh, Lucifer out of heaven, and he is very clear on the different types of people that will not inherit the kingdom of God. I read that in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Don't let pride get in the way of what God has planned for your life. Now, what's the opposite of pride? And that would be humility. And who is the ultimate example of humility? That, of course, would be none other than Jesus Christ himself. And I love this verse that is in Matthew. It's Matthew 20, 28. And here is what it says. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Also in Philippians 2, 8 through 9, and being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Therefore, God has also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. Jesus is the ultimate example of humility. He, he is the one that we should look to and say, you know what? J- Jesus was, was humble. You look throughout the entire scripture. You, you look at all the recorded events. There wasn't a time where Jesus was sitting there saying, you know, j- because I am the son of God and because I am, uh, you, you know, the, the king of kings and the Lord of lords, this is what's going to happen. Jesus was, was always humble. Those are just two examples. And of course, we are to be like Christ. We're called to be like Christ. We're never going to be perfect, but we are called to be be like Christ. So we need to bring humility and and pray, God, please humble me and make me have the same humility as Jesus. Help me to be humble in different situations. And God can humble you and he can humble us. Uh, You know, I can't say that I'm exempt from uh, having the issue of pride in my life. We all do, but he can humble us faster than anybody. Let me give you an example of that because I was was reading this and I was just like, wow, that's, uh, yeah, God, God does not mess around, so to speak. And this is going to be in the book of Daniel chapter four, verses 28 to 33. And this is about King Nebuchadnezzar. He was one of the kings of Babylon. He ruled for about 43 years. And listen to this. When he got a little uh, too proud or a little uh, high on his horse, listen to what happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of the 12 months, he was walking along the royal palace of Babylon. The king spoke, saying, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for a royal dwelling by my mighty power and for the honor of my majesty? While the word was still in the king's mouth, a voice fell from heaven. King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken. The kingdom 
has departed from you. And they shall drive you from men, and your dwelling shall be with the beast of the field. They shall make you eat grass like oxen, and seven times shall pass over you until you know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men and gives it to whomever he chooses. That very hour the word was fulfilled concerning Nebuchadnezzar. He was driven from men and ate grass like oxen. His body was wet like the dew of heaven, till his hair had grown like eagles' feathers and his nails like birds' claws. I'm telling you right now, God does not mess around. Listen to what happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. Now, the the next passage after that, Nebuchadnezzar praised God and he was restored uh, to his kingship. But when he started letting pride get in the way and saying, you know, all this is because of me, God is very quick to remind us, no, because all we have, all we ever will be is because of God. And God gives grace to the humble. That is what James 4 6 says, I want to read that real quick, and it also says the same thing in 1 Peter 5, 5, James 4, 6, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So again, the takeaway from today is get the pride out of different areas in your life. Ask for humility. God gives grace to the humble, and he will help humble you. He will help take that pride out of whatever area of your life. So the takeaway from today is that pride is an issue that we need to turn over to God. We need to let him come in and take the pride out of our lives and and humble us and make us more like Jesus. I hope you will do that today. Let's have a quick prayer before we close things out. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for your word. Pride is such a big issue in our world today, and it's an issue, and it's something that you don't put up with. You don't like pride. As I read, uh, pride leads to destruction, and you don't want us to have pride in our lives. And so, Lord, I just pray for all of those who are struggling with the issue of pride, that they would turn those issues over to you and let you come in and, and, and fix what we have messed up, because I is the problem with pride. We are at the middle of pride. We try and fix things ourselves, do things ourselves, but we can't do anything without you and your loving and your saving grace. So Lord, come in, humble us today, make us more like Jesus. Give us uh, the the heart of service like Jesus had. And, And what a great reminder that was in your word from Matthew, that we are to serve and not be served. And again, I just pray that we can be humble and be examples to others in our humility. Thank you for this day. Thank you for sending Jesus to die for us. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. And that's going to be the end of today's episode. I hope you will join me for another episode of Truth from the Heart with Travis Sullivan. Remember, Jesus is King, Maranatha. Thank you for listening, and God bless.